Hello, my name is Melanie Clark, and this is the podcast where I give my shiny two cents about life, love, and all of the above. You are now tuned in to Vodka Melonade. Let me pour you a glass. up everybody welcome back to the show i swear the weeks are just flying by i record one of these i put it up it seems like the next day i'm doing it again like time does not exist you get older it just flies it really just flies and i guess uh, maybe this week i had kind of a busy week busier week than usual um this week was my mom's birthday shout out to my mommy her birthday was on tuesday this week and um you know we did like a little mini celebration at my grandma's house uh we had dinner uh we had a cake for her and she got a bunch of gifts and stuff and flowers which is really nice um it's funny she got like uh my aunt got her this carrot cake and I like carrot cake okay carrot cake is really good I've had some really amazing carrot cake in my life but this cake it wasn't carrot cake it had carrot in it but what it really was it was a raisin and nuts cake because whatever raisin and nut fiend maniac made it he made sure that it was like 80% nuts and raisins and 20% carrot it was like it was like a hint of carrot (laughs) <laughs> and I could not like I if it was just the nuts maybe I could kind of pick around it um, I'm not a really um, a fan of like walnuts and peanuts and stuff like that um, but the raisins it was just a hard pass I just couldn't so I just kind of like picked at it on my plate but she enjoyed it which is what was most important and I think she had a really good time um, I also took her out to um, Morton's Steakhouse on Saturday night to go get steaks and some really good food and a couple of drinks and um I had that reservation for a couple of weeks so we went out we took a lift and um it was really nice I hadn't been there we've been to like Ruth's Chris we've been the last couple of years we've been going to Mastro's so we wanted to try a different spot and see how we like it I think it was pretty good um you know it was it was a nice place that we went to the one downtown and it's funny because you go in and then you have to go down like two flights of stairs so it's almost like it's underground which is kind of interesting and it was like super dark you could tell it's like super like romantic kind of a restaurant really really dimly lit um but you know everyone was really nice and um you know the steaks are really really good i think right now for me for the three steakhouses that I've had so far, I think that I would put Mastro's at the top and then I put um, Morton's second and then Ruth's Chris third. I think any steakhouse I have is just going to keep bumping Ruth's Chris down <laughs> because uh, the steaks were like, okay, but they really weren't memorable. Like we went, I remember we went once for my cousin's, I think it was his 30th birthday at the time. And then I went back for a friend's birthday and 
Um, but personally, I don't think I've gone back since for like something that wasn't an occasion. Like I wasn't like, oh, let's go back to Ruth's Chris. It was okay. But I think Mass Show still is number one. But that could be partially because of the ambiance. Like we go to the one in uh, Malibu. So it's really, really nice out there. Got the water right there. The ocean waves crashing. Um, so that could have something to do with it. But flavor wise, like Morton's Steakhouse was really, really, really good. Now, um, I had like a humiliating experience <laughs> at dinner. Um, I, I'm going to keep it real, you know, because honestly, it wasn't my fault. And it's not like anything was wrong. But I obviously took my mom to treat her to dinner. So the check comes and I put my card down and the lady takes it. And then she comes back and she's like, um, Melanie, uh, for some reason, the car didn't go through. And I'm like, what? Like, first of all, first of all, like you don't go, you don't go anywhere unless you know you have the money to cover it. I don't go anywhere unless I don't have the money to cover it. Like I had money in the bank account. I don't know what was going on. It was just so embarrassing. Like I wouldn't even go to McDonald's if I didn't know I had five bucks to cover it. You know what I mean? Like it was just like, and she was like so nice, like as nice as she could possibly be. Like I'm sure she sees that all the time in the restaurant, but it was like, what is going on? So like I open up my bank account, there's money there. So it's not like, you know, I'm, cash poor or anything so I couldn't understand what was going on and then I was trying to check my email and see if I was getting like maybe like a fraud alert or something because you know my it's probably not every day obviously that I'm going to a steakhouse and spending like a couple hundred dollars right so but um we were like kind of underground so I wasn't getting a lot of service so my mom had to like use her card and I was just like that's not what this was supposed to be like I was just so humiliated I felt like everybody knew what happened and I felt like everybody was judging me and everybody was just like oh my god that girl over there she's so broke why does she even bother coming here like I was just having like a crisis in that moment and I it was just so annoying because I'm like I know like obviously the money's there like what's going on and the service on my phone wasn't working so I couldn't like investigate too much further so I was like okay let's just get out of here please please so um, <laughs> we leave and then we call another lift. We're having trouble finding this guy and this car pulls up and my mom and I are kind of looking like, oh, I think that's it. So I like go up to the car and I start pulling on the door handle and this guy rolls down his window and he's like, nah, nah, like, nah, this is the St. Your Uber, St. Your Uber. I was so embarrassed again. Like if anybody plays Sims, like there's, you can literally kill your Sim from humiliation if they're too embarrassed for too long and I swear that's what it was feeling like so between the decline card and me pulling on this guy's car handle and him being like nah like this ain't it it was just like too much <laughs> it was too much and then we get home and we're like chilling and relaxing and then finally I get an email from Chase like saying hey was this you this seems like unusual activity for you blah 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 so I'm like, okay, so obviously they just put a block because it didn't seem like it was me. It probably seemed like someone stole my car and it was just going to town at a steakhouse. But, you know, when I go ham at Bath and Body Works, nobody's trying to stop me. They let that go through no problem. <laughs> so I don't know. We, we still had a good time. You know, we came back to my place and we binge watched, you know, we had to catch up on Bachelorette. Um 
and finally see who these two girls chose and see who the next bachelor was gonna be like we were so behind um and I kind of feel bad because we had other shows to catch up on but I worked that morning overtime from 7 30 to 2 30 <coughs> excuse me so my mom was like here by herself for a good chunk of the day and um you know we had to get start getting ready and stuff um for dinner and then I, I did take a little nap in between so but it's okay I think we overall had a good time she had a lot of quality time with the cat so I'm pretty sure she enjoyed that um so yeah this weekend um this week in general felt like really really long but it was a lot of fun I think my mom had a really good birthday um yesterday was actually my um late grandfather's birthday so happy birthday to Joe Dyer it was yesterday the 24th and then my aunt's birthday is coming up on the 28th so it's a lot of September birthdays I was just telling my mom like I'm surrounded by a bunch of like Virgos and like Libras and just all these September birthdays we get in the car with the lift on the way to the restaurant and the guy's like kind of chatty I don't really like chatty lift and uber drivers i like to just kind of sit there and just be in my own head but he was a little chatty but he was really really nice but at one point he was like so what are you ladies like capricorn sagittarius and i was like well i'm an aquarius and then um I said she's a Virgo my mom was unfortunately because I have like a thing against Virgos <laughs> and she and he was like what what what's what's wrong with Virgos and my mom was like are you a Virgo and he was like yeah I'm a Virgo I'm like oh my god like do you see like I'm freaking surrounded but yeah he was he was super nice he was super nice but yeah I think September there's like a study done September has like the most common birthdays I think if you look at the top 10 birthday dates at least seven of them are in September. So I guess that's pretty interesting or whatever. I guess there's a lot of people getting their swerve on around the holidays and then September comes <laughs> and they're just producing all these Virgo babies. So it is what it is. But um, yeah, overall it was pretty, pretty, pretty good night, I'd say. Now, um, earlier this week when we were at my grandma's um, hanging out, I was getting ready to go back home, but I was in the kitchen, like, saying bye to my grandma, and she was just asking me, you know, how things are going, like, how work is going, and then we started talking about Blue a little bit, and, um, you know, I was just letting her know, like, I'm so excited for her to meet him, you know, one of these days, and just how good of a guy he is, and how he has a lot of personality traits that remind me of um, some of my male family members, so... There's just like little certain things like, you know, the, the more time goes on and the more I get to know him, like little things remind me of my grandpa, little things remind me of my two cousins. And um, um, sometimes he reminds me of my uncle. And I was just giving her like examples and she was kind of understanding, you know, why I felt that way. Um, but overall, I was just saying like, he's just such a great guy. Things are going so well. He's just very consistent and very humble he's very sweet he's very um you know he just has like a very sweet disposition and um you know she was like that's great Mel he sounds like a really good guy and I was just realizing like how effortlessly my description of him was and just how honest I was able to be and just how you know 
excited I am for the thought of like them meeting him. And it made me realize that, you know, in the past, like when I've dated other guys and I've talked about him with my family, I've had to like embellish a lot and I've had to sugarcoat a whole lot and, you know, bend the truth and twist things and like basically try to sell these guys to my family so that he doesn't seem as bad as he usually really was. So it's nice to just be able to just have someone just good, just a really good person to bring around my family and I know as soon as they meet him like everything's just gonna click and they're just gonna understand what I've been saying this whole time and I think that's really nice like it's just it's so refreshing to not be with a jerk (laughs) and to just like humbly brag on him a little bit he is currently out of town shooting a movie which I think is really really cool um you know, when I first met him and he said he was an actor, I was like, oh, okay. But he's a working actor, okay? I mean, he's really doing his thing. He has a lot of things coming down the pipeline and he's really, really talented. And I say that in the most unbiased way that I can. He is truly, truly talented. And I'm certain that all of you are going to be seeing him really soon, honestly. He's phenomenal and he's really cute. <laughs> Now, earlier this week, um, Blue and I were having a conversation about, like, I guess the dynamics of, um, like, I don't want to put this. So there are some people who are married. They have their spouse, but then they also have their best friend and their best friend and their spouse are not one and the same. And... I think I used to think like that. Like I used to think like, you know, your spouse is like your friend or whatever, but you have like your true, true best friend who you like tell everything to. But like as I got older and like friends started falling by the wayside and like making new friends started to get a little harder, like true friends as you get older, I I always thought in my head, I'm like, well, that's fine because like, you know, my husband's going to be my best friend and I feel like he should. And Blue feels the same. Like he feels like, you know, his wife should be his best friend because it's like at the end of everything it's just going to be you two and I know I've seen women um say like well you have to have a close girlfriend because when your husband pisses you off or when you want to talk about him or something that happened like who are you going to talk to and I'm like I'm going to talk to my man like if he's the one that pissed me off why am I talking to somebody else if there's an issue why am I talking to somebody else and I know you need to vent or whatever but like I have my family and my mom for that but someone who's not related to you an outside source it's like I'm not knocking it if you happen to have a best friend like that's fine but I also feel like your spouse should be your best friend and because like I said in the end it's just going to be you two on that porch old um, with the rocking chairs yelling at the neighbor kids (laughs) and you want to make sure that you know that's someone that you can uh, grow old with and when when the looks fade and energy uh, dwindles you know you want to be able to just have real conversations and have fun and laugh with that person and I feel like that's your best friend and you know you're sharing a complete life with them and you're with them all the time so you you should like them a lot they should be awesome to you (laughs) and um you know I I just think that that's something that I would strive for 
in my marriage is just to make sure like the communication is there and that we have a blast and we're able to laugh and not take ourselves too seriously, be able to goof around and just truly, truly have that bond. And, um, you know, I've, like I said, it's difficult to make new friends once you get older, but, um, you know, unless you've, I mean, I wasn't one of those people who was fortunate enough to like carry out the friendships that I had like in high school and stuff they didn't transition well into my 20s and now my 30s um and some that I had in my 20s didn't transition well into my 30s and you know I think I've kind of grown to accept it but I know back in what year was this I think 2018 or 2017 I did venture out and try to meet new friends (laughs) um Um, on the Bumble app there's a Bumble dating app and primarily you're on one side of it you can use it for uh, dating obviously and the the idea of Bumble is the women reach out to the men Um, they make the first move so the men can't message until the woman messages them first it's I mean, it was okay. I use the dating side, but, um, and I think it's cool for guys who maybe are a little shyer, you know, or they're unsure. They, you know, they don't deal well with rejection. So it's probably nicer for them to be reached out to by the women, which is like cool or whatever. Like I met a couple cool people off of that, whatever. But there's also another side for the women where they can network and, um, make new female friends. So you can like, switch the little tab and then you'll see a bunch of like different local women in your area who may have similar interests um who want to hang out and build friendships so I gave that a whirl one time and it was kind of interesting it it was so promising in the beginning I really thought I struck gold I um was like it was really weird first of all because it's a dating app you're messaging these these stranger women and you know I'm not into women so it was just weird to literally just be like messaging them like hey like what do you go off of are you looking for girls who are pretty like do you think are pretty are you looking for girls who you think dress really cute like what are you looking for I know what I'm looking for when I'm swiping on men but like it was just weird like how do you visually look for a female friend so it was just kind of awkward but um I did end up, I don't know if you match with them or if you just send them a message. I forgot. But there was this girl, we'll call her, we'll call her Morgan, okay? There's this girl named Morgan. Um, We messaged on there uh, briefly and we're just like introducing ourselves. She was a transplant from another state, but she'd been here in LA for a couple of years, but she was still trying to like build, you know, her network of friends. So, um the day that I messaged her was like, I think during the week and she happened to be going to a uh, brunch with like several other women that weekend. I mean, I think it was like 10 of them. And she was like, well, you should come out and like meet the other girls that I've been like connecting with. There's going to be a bunch of us. We're going to go to brunch, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, cool. Like, it's kind of like a, um, you know, like a package deal. Like I messaged one girl and I get to meet like 10 other ones. So that was really nice. So I was like, sure. So that weekend I go, I think it was in the marina somewhere, somewhere by the water. And it was this really nice restaurant. 
And again, it was like super awkward. Like I never met any of these women before. And it was like, for some reason, more nerve wracking than a regular date with a man. <laughs> um, but, you know, because I, I mean, I've had a couple of like letdowns and bad experiences when dealing with other women and trying to build friendships. And, you know, sometimes they can be catty. Sometimes they can be judgmental, whatever. But, um you know, and, and women are looking at your clothes and your makeup and your hair. Like we do all that. And, it, you know, men think it's for them. It's not. It's for other women. So you want to look extra, extra cute and like extra put together. And you know what I mean? And I think at the time I oh, was I was I working. I don't know if I was working at the time. I think that this was 2018. I think, I think I had just quit my job. I think, I think, did I? Yeah, because I started working for the city in 2019, like the top of, no, like the, yeah, I interviewed for the city at the top of 2019. And I think these girls I had met in 2018. So I think there was a bit of a gap and I wasn't really working. I think I was like getting unemployment. I was still living at home and, you know, I wasn't in school or anything. So and these were like working professional girls. So I think I felt a little like inadequate at the time. And this was before I got like the call to come test and stuff for the city. So I wasn't really feeling too hot about that. I think in the midst of hanging out with them because I hung out with these women and I'll, I'll go back in a minute but I hung out with them over the span of a few months like even through getting hired with the city and then it, it just kind of fizzled out but so I think I was able to say like hey you know I got this job with the city blah blah blah, blah. so I felt better at a certain point but in the beginning I do very distinctly remember feeling like kind of embarrassed because these women you know they work for the city some of them had government jobs some of them were self-employed you know like I think I was the only one at this brunch with these women who was like a native of LA all these women had come from other states and they were living on their own they had these really good paying jobs they had you know college degrees like and it's nice to be surrounded by those women like they were really nice but I did feel a little like a little less than at that time and I hated that but they didn't make me feel that way that was like my own hang-up so we're at this brunch, um, you know, my main connection to the group was Morgan. So, you know, I'm sitting by her and, you know, we're all talking. Everyone's really nice. You know, we're ordering like mimosas and like good food. And um, some of the women there hadn't met the others. Some had gone out previously. So some, you know, were a little closer than the ones like me who were just coming in. But everyone was super duper nice. And, you know, they were interesting and it was like a, a like an age range of like, you know, man, like, you know, 29 to like, I think the oldest one there was maybe close to 40, I guess. So I don't know how she felt, you know, hanging around a bunch of late 20, early 30 year olds. But, um, you know, and they were all black. And yeah, they were just like really welcoming and they were talking about, I guess they had like this group chat or this group thing going on for a little while and they were looking to like add more women into it. They wanted to like ultimately take some trips and, 
you know, organize different outings. And it just seemed like I, like I said, like I struck gold. I was like, wow, like it was just really nice. The idea of like casting like this wide net, like the idea of having like 10 close girlfriends is like literally terrifying to me. (laughs) But I figured if I cast a wide net, then maybe at least one or two of them would stick. So I was excited, you know, and and after a while, after a couple mimosas, you know, I opened up a little bit, I'm kind of a tough nut to crack in the beginning. But, you know, I I got I I loosened up and I was able to kind of connect with a few of them. So it was really nice. So, um, you know, this was like one weekend. And I think, you know, over the course of a few months, you know, we did a few more things. I remember Morgan and I and a couple other girls, we like would go to lunch at, uh, in Malibu. Um, we went to the Broad Museum at one point. Um, we did like dinner a few other times. There were a lot of times where, um, you know, they would like do things during the week like far out. I remember I, I had just got the job um, with the city. So I'm like working, you know, up until five or six. No, I think I was working till seven some nights at this point. And they would like do stuff in the middle of the week in Pasadena, like on a Wednesday. And I'm like, I cannot do that. Like I'm not getting off work trying to meet you guys at 7:30. I get off at seven and you guys are trying to do something like an event all the way in Pasadena. And I'm like here in downtown LA, like, that's just not going to work. Like, and it, so I had to sit out on a lot of things. So I was like kind of missing out, but, um, you know, it, nothing really worked out. You know, I, I, the girl, a lot of the girls stopped coming to some of the outings that I did make. Um, a couple of them moved back home, like back to their home States. And, you know, the group just kept getting like smaller and smaller and, you know, Technically, I was still like the closest to Morgan. Like I know she and I would go out sometimes with like one other girl. Like I, I saw her the most, but <laughs> I think it definitely fizzled out, especially as I got busier with work. But there was like two instances that kind of like turned me off and just kind of highlighted why I don't really have close girlfriends as it is. So. I remember it was me, Morgan, and these two other girls. We went down to Santa Monica to this, like, kind of nice restaurant. So we're sitting there. We're getting drinks. We're getting appetizers and stuff. We're all talking. And there's this group of uh, girls getting sat kind of a little ways away from us. We could see them. And there's this girl who comes in. I think she had, like, 20, like, birth, like 21 birthday balloons, like a two and a one, I think, or she had like a tiara on or something. She was really dressed up. It was obviously like her 21st birthday and her friends were like celebrating her. And, um, you know, it was really cute. Like she had this cute dress on and, you know, I remember what it was like when I turned 21, like, you know, you think you're grown and you're the shit and you want to be cute and go get alcohol for the first time legally. Right. So she comes in and I'm, you know, we noticed them, but you know, I'm not like paying them too much mind, but they're, you know, they come in like, Oh, happy birthday, girl. And I remember Morgan, like, in the most catty, mean girl way, she was just like, ugh, look at them. Like, she thinks she's so cute. Like, you know, she thinks she's so special because it's her 21st birthday. Like, and she's going to a restaurant. Like, ugh, who cares? Blah, 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 blah. And she was just really, like, just being so mean. And it's like, this girl, like, you don't even know her. And we've all been her. Like, what's the problem? Like, you sound 
so bitter and mean like I didn't say that but that's what I'm thinking and she's and I'm like why is she telling me this like she's like whispering over to me like I'm gonna co-sign or something and you know I'm thinking okay she made her comment we can get back to dinner but every time they would giggle or laugh she would like roll her eyes she would be like just so annoyed like that this group of girls were just having a fun time in this restaurant and I just it just left a really bad taste in my mouth because I'm like this girl did nothing to you she looks super cute it's her birthday like I said we've all literally been her and she's not bothering anybody or hurting anybody like eat your food and drink your drink like we're here to like hang out like you know what I mean she just sounded really bitter so it was just really strange and then so that was one thing and then a little while later a group of us went to the Brat Museum to go see this exhibit I think it was like um like black black art through the through the decades or something like that so you know you're walking through and you know it's just different different types of art from black artists throughout history so we're going through the exhibit um me and morgan are kind of um working uh walking together through the exhibit we're looking at the art a lot of the art is like actual art like in frames you know on the wall but some of it was like um what's it called like sculptures and handmade stuff and the way they had it it would just be like in the middle of the floor or it would be coming out from the wall and it had like a little thin rope around it but you could touch it if you want to so I was joking <laughs> with Morgan I was like oh, I was like man I was like I feel like such a big kid I was like I'm, I'm, I'm having to like not I'm having to refrain from like touching the art it looks so cool it makes you want to like just touch it and see you know what it's made out of or you know how it feels or I was just making like a joke like you know and she was laughing she was like oh my god I know me too she was like that that one over there is like I just want to touch it it looks so interesting so we're like having like a little kiki about it and we keep walking and um we go to this other section and there's like digital art so there's like this little ipad looking thingy or screen looking thing and you can actually like touch the screen and scroll through some digital art so i made another joke i was like "Ooh!" i was like i was like morgan look i can actually touch this ha 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 and one of the other girls was with us and she saw us laughing she was like oh it's so funny and morgan goes oh, melanie's such a child like she can't i have to like keep her from touching everything she just wants to touch all the art it's like so silly and i'm like bitch <laughs> like you were just you were just agreeing with me we had a moment that was like between us like what are you doing and it wasn't a big deal but it was like I don't know why she like flipped in that moment and it was just like first of all it's like a little kiki with us she didn't say like oh we're you know we're laughing because you know we can finally touch something it wasn't like a we thing it was like a me thing and she kind of like made a joke like oh Melanie's such a child like she just wants to touch everything blah 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 but like in a mean girl way and I'm just like oh my god it was definitely mean girl she's definitely the type to tell you your skirt is so cute where did you get it and you're like oh it was my mom's in the 80s and she's like oh so cute and then you walk away and she's like that's the ugliest effing skirt I've ever seen and that's exactly what it felt like just like a mean girl scene and I'm just like after that paired with the fact that a lot of the girls were dwindling anyway and the fact that outside of that they were just planning things that were just completely like out of my schedule or just out of what I was willing to do 
I just, you know, communication just kind of stopped. So I think a couple of them, I'm still like friends with them on social media, just for the fact that, you know, I didn't, I don't think either of us really went out of our way to delete each other because nothing happened. This is just something I noticed and internalized about her and just the whole vibe (laughs) you know but it was just so weird I was just like this is exactly why it's so difficult to make friends like at this age like you know I have like cool people at work that I'm cool with but that's like a situational kind of a camaraderie right like you see each other all day every day at work and you know you bond over work stuff but when you clock out you're not really thinking about them anymore same as with people in school I was really close to a lot of people at school because we were there you know from the morning bell to the end of the bell and that's just kind of what it was and if you're really fortunate to like lock on to those friendships and really have um you know deep roots and be able to you know like really bond forever I you know I I'm I think that's really awesome I think that's really really awesome but uh, that ain't me that is not me so at this point I'm super close with my family and you know one day I'm gonna have a little family of my own and I'll be close with them and that's just what it is and I think that's fine now if somehow you know a friendship develops and that's you know that happens for me that's great but seeking it out through an app or you know doing like that movie I love you man getting fixed up with people for friendships (laughs) like I don't think that's in my future been there done that got the t-shirt and I'm 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 cool so it's 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 just that was just something funny that I thought about um I forgot I did that the whole bumble thing so yeah if you're in if you think it sounds interesting to you if you want to meet new new female friends you know go ahead and try the bumble app because i did meet a lot of women to hang out with so maybe you'll have better luck than i did who knows (laughs) now i thought i'd do something um a little different to end off this week's episode i haven't really been um doing like my tarot cards as much as I have in the past and my deck was sitting here and you know we have a new upcoming week coming and I just thought maybe I would like shuffle the cards pull a card and maybe just kind of give a description of the energy of that card and what it represents and maybe that's just something we can all keep in mind going forward into this week and um you know take it or leave it if it doesn't resonate that's perfectly fine i'm just gonna shuffle these cards and then just see what comes up i'm just gonna pick one card spirit universe if you could please give me one card that i can have to give myself and my listeners a little insight into the week ahead something that we can keep in mind something that we can look out for any energy that we can embody that will oops something definitely flew out (laughs) thank you universe let's see what we have here all right so it looks like we have here the two of pentacles if you're not familiar with that card or any of this junk really with the two of pentacles it depicts a figure in this case it's this girl and she has two uh two uh symbols in her hand 
and it's kind of like a balancing act. So basically what this card has to do with uh, juggling things, being flexible um, and keeping um, a level head with like having a lot of things on your plate. So, you know, when you have a lot of things on your plate, you have a lot of demands being placed on you, whether that's work or family or relationships. Um, this is just kind of encouraging you to keep all of that in balance so that things run smoothly. Um, you know, you may have a lot of things uh, that come up this week that you have to adapt to really quickly. Um, but, you know, it just encourages you to go with the flow. Um, don't let things that come at you throw you too much. Um, being open to different possibilities um, and different changes and developments, again, whether that's with work or personal life. Um, you know, you may face a couple of challenges this week um but just kind of keep your head up keep your head above the fray and just know that you're going to be able to to kind of take down anything that comes at you um but it is kind of a light-hearted fun card as well so in the midst of maybe having a lot of things to juggle this week just kind of take some time to make sure that you do something that you enjoy um you know, sometimes it is kind of better to, you know, have a lot of things going on that you have to manage rather than, you know, not having anything going on and having to just take what you can get. Um, you know, like this is like a card of multitasking and just um, attacking your goals. I think this is a really good card to just kind of um, have in mind for the next week going forward. Um, let me see. This is kind of an energy of um, having decisions that need to be made and it's really vital for you to focus on uh, regaining balance and maintaining perspective when all these things kind of pile on you so yeah take that or leave it if that applies to you great if it doesn't you know thanks for listening anyway I think I'm definitely gonna take that on and remember that as I go into this week I have a vacation coming up and you know right before you leave on vacation in my experience anyway that's when work gets a little testing it's like it makes you the universe makes you earn that time off so I'll just remember to just take everything as it comes and just try to keep a level head and do one thing at a time and also take some time for myself and make sure I'm good mentally so I encourage you all to do the same thank you so much for listening this is just so fun to do and um, if you've been listening from the beginning I definitely love you for that if you're just tuning in for the first time I hope you'll be back <laughs> later hey guys if you made it this far thank you so much for tuning in to this podcast from the bottom of my heart I truly appreciate it now there's a new episode every Sunday so be sure to come on back for another round of vodka melonade bye